KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem Yushalayim. Today is Wednesday, we have the weekly share, the weekly mitzvah by Harav Binyamin Tavoy. In this week's parsha, parsha Nitzavim, the Torah says, Ki ha-mitzvah zot ha-shanochi mitzavcha yom lo nifleiti mimchav l'rechokai. There is a great controversy among Rishonim as to which mitzvah is referred to. Some say it refers specifically to the mitzvah of Torah, of Talmud Torah. That seems to be the opinion of the Rambam in Hilchus Talmud Torah Paragimel. The Ramban here on Chumash brings two perushim, whether it's referring to the mitzvah of Teshuvah, or does mitzvah here use as a generic term for all mitzvahs. In any case, the Torah tells us that the, this mitzvah, whichever one it is, is not so far removed from you, it's rather innate in the human personality. The Torah says, Lova Shamaimi. The Torah is not found in the heavens. Rashi interprets that the Torah meant to tell us that if the Torah would be found in the heavens, a person would have been responsible to go up to those heavens and bring down the Torah. But the Gemara in Erevin, when Daphnon Hay, brings two perushim for this phrase, Lova Shamaimi. The first is the one quoted by Rashi. Im if the Torah had been in the, in the heavens, you would have had to go there and, and bring it down. But then, Rava says, Torah will not be found by someone who considers himself haughty and belongs somehow in, in the heavenly spheres. Somebody who holds himself as what we would call today a Balgaiva, a person chock filled with Gaiva, is not the person who will, who will attain this mitzvah, whichever mitzvah it is. It's obvious and perhaps superfluous to talk about the negative concept of pride and, of course, to extol the virtue of humility. But the Shia today will discuss whether, in fact, there is a specific halachic, biblical Torah commandment regarding either the mitzvah to be an anav, the mitzvah to be modest, or perhaps there is an isur, it, a, a prohibition of being a balgava, of being a person who is haughty and proud. The Rambam does not have any specific mitzvah related to this issue. Of course, the Rambam considers pride, hubris, as a terribly negative characteristic. And of course, the Rambam thinks that humility, modesty, is an extremely important virtue. And the Rambam dedicates part of Hilchot Deyot, that section in the Rambam which deals with moral perfection and characteristics of, a, of people, the Rambam waxes eloquent about the importance of humility, of modesty, and how negative a characteristic it is to be a Baal Ga'ava. Nevertheless, the Rambam has no specific mitzvah of the Torah that he quotes in this context. And, in fact, we could understand well why there is no need of a specific commandment. 
The Torah relates to the concept of being proud when the Torah says, the Ramlev Avecha, the Torah says in a very negative form, you should be careful not. When the Torah says, Hishamer Pen, the Gemara always refers to a negative. And the Gemara in Sota, Dafhei, says, it says, Hishamer Lecha Pentishkachas Hashem Elokecha. And the Gemara quotes that you should be careful not to forget God. And the Gemara says, of course, the words Hishamer Pen, those negative phrases, Hishamer Pen, refer to a lota say, to a negative commandment. And the Torah there goes on to talk about forgetting God, and the Gemara uses the phrase, the Torah uses the phrase, V'ram levavecha v'shachachtoaz Hashem elokecha. A person, chas v'shalem, will become proud, and he'll forget God. So, there is no need for a specific Easter of being proud, of being a Balgava. There's a general Easter, which encompasses the entire Torah, to remember God, not to forget God. That might be considered what the Rambam enumerates as a mitzvah klolis, a general statement, not to forget God. What does it mean not to forget God? To, to, uh, to adhere to the entire gamut of Torah mitzvah. So, the negative concept of Hishamelacha, Pentishkachas Hashem Lokecha, or Viram Levavecha, Vishachachtas Hashem Lokecha, the Rambam might feel is not necessary to include in the Minyan Mitzvah as a separate mitzvah. The idea of being modest is also perhaps superfluous, according to the Rambam, to enumerate as a specific mitzvah. Because in general, there's a mitzvah in the Torah, to emulate the ways of God. What is called in that famous phrase, in Metatio Dei. In one place, in an article called Rayonot Thoughts about Prayer, Rav Salavechik made a side comment that perhaps this is the most basic comment, concept of the entire Torah. In Metatio Dei, to follow the ways of God. Now we know that God Kivayachal, God Himself, is modest. The Gemara in that sugya and Sota points out things that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Himself did, which reflect His own modesty. And therefore, it's a mitzvah saseh of Valach Tabedrachav would be included in the generic law of of following the ways of God. Therefore, we would certainly understand if people would not count the Easter of Gava as a mitzvah, as an Easter. And, and, and similarly would not count the mitzvah of being an anav as a mitzvah saseh. They are both included in other categories. Either the general concept of forgetting God, which is a mitzvah koleles, or the positive mitzvah of Allah tabedrachav. Nevertheless, we found Rishonim that have counted these mitzvahs in the Minyan HaMitzvahs. And the most interesting one is found, of course, in the Smag, and both in the introduction to his work and in the mitzvah in question, the smag relates a very interesting story. The smag says, it's, as I said, it's mentioned in the introduction to the book, as well as in the mitzvah itself. In mitzvah 64, lo ta'asei samech The negative commandment number 64, the smag says that the Easter. There's an Easter Shelo Yizgo Yisrael Kishakarish Bachmash Bialem Tova. That Bnei Yisrael should not become proud when Akarish Baruch Hu does good things for them.
person is theoretically possible to see when he sees good things happening to him, he could say, yeah, as the phrase in Chumash, I, with my strength, with my efforts, I did everything. And a person could become unaware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the, the pride leads him astray from his awareness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Rismag says, this is a separate Iser. But the story that the Smag said is that I've, he waxes eloquent also about the concept of pride, the negative concept of pride, the positive aspects of being humble, of being modest. And then he says, I have spoken about this many times, but I had never thought to establish this, the idea of the Iser, of, of, of being proud, or the concept of being modest, I never thought to attach it to this particular love of this Iser of forgetting God. And I really never thought of counting it as a mitzvah. And the Ramam also did not count it as a mitzvah. When I finished my book, says the Smag, when I finished the book of the Lavim, the, the Smag, as many other Rishonim, wrote a book of Sefer HaMitzvahs where he enumerated all the positive and negative mitzvahs. When he finished the ended the list, he had a dream. Chalom b'marot halayla. That's the way we have our text. They're variant texts, but our text says, Ekra'en b'chalom b'marot halayla. had a dream, a night vision. And in, in that vision, it was said to me, you forgot the principle of You forgot that principle. Somehow they might have been referring or suggesting that the smag himself had been guilty of this concept of hubris. The, the smag goes on to say, I thought about it when I woke up and I realized that this is a tremendous principle in Yiras Hashem, in the fear of God. And therefore I decided to attach it as to include it as one of the Tayag mitzvahs. And I looked afterwards in a in the Gemara and I found the Gemara that I quoted before in Sota Dav Hayamud Aleph seems to say that it's a real laugh. So therefore I included it. I first heard the story when I was in the Shir of Rebaran Salavechik who really was discussing this from another angle. He said once he had the, to he once he had finished the book, in other words, he had finished the the number of Lavin, and then when he took away the when he added a mitzvah, another one of 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 the Easter of being proud, he had to detract somewhat something else. And the, the shia that I heard at the time was to say which Easter was taken away by the smag. Of course, that's not our issue right now. So we've seen that according to the smag. Unlike the Rambam, we counted the negative mitzvah of On the other hand, we find one Rishon who counts the positive mitzvah of being humble, of being modest. And that is the opinion of the Yireim, Rabbi Eliezer Mimitz, in his Sefer Yireim. 
In Simen Reish Lamed Beis, in the other edition, it's Simen Chaf Beis, he uses three words. Shvaruach v'tzair. Shvaruach is a person who's humble. Tzair is young. It seems a little strange what the concept of being young means here. And he says he found this in the Sefer of Rav Yudoigon, but he did not find the source for it in the Torah. Except for the fact that the Torah praises the modesty of Moshe, and of course the story with Miriam, where Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moshe, the Torah makes a parenthetical comment, Moshe was the most modest person that existed. So we see from here, says the Ereim, that it seems incumbent upon a person to be modest. And then he quotes the Gemaras, one or two of the Gemaras that talks about the importance of being modest. And therefore he says, I counted in the Minyan HaMitzvahs. The commentary of on the Ereim, known as the Toafos Ereim, points out that it does seem a little strange that the mitzvah of modesty is learned from a statement made about Moshe Rabbeinu. And we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was unique, sui generis. How could, we, how could the Torah require us to emulate the ways of Moshe? Nevertheless, it seems from here that modesty is such an important virtue. The Torah saw it fit to emphasize the modesty of Moshe. Therefore, it seems that it's a mitzvah upon everybody as well. I wouldn't say that we could reach the level of Moshe by Moshe, it says, anav ma'od, extremely modest. In fact, some people point out that the Mishnah says, a double ma'od. Ma'od ma'od avishvel ruach. The Mishnah in Pirkei says a person twice, ma'od ma'od, very, very, a person should be modest, humble. And some have even questioned, so why didn't the Torah say, vaish Moshe anav ma'od ma'od? But apparently, the Torah sufficed with the words, Vaish Moshe Anav Ma'od, Mikola Adam Moshe was extremely modest, more so than any other person. So it seems that the Urayim learns there's a positive mitzvah that can be derived from Moshe Rabbeinu. Another opinion of the Isur of pride, or perhaps the positive mitzvah of being humble is found in Rabbeinu Yonah's Shari Tshuva. In Shar HaShlishi of Rabbeinu Yonah, number Lamed Dalid, he quotes the Pasuk that's mentioned in connection with a king. When the Torah talks about the requirements of a king, the Torah told us that he should carry a Sefer Torah with him at all times. This reminder that although he is a king, he is still also a subject, still a subject of Melech Malchi Amlachim, the king of kings, and the Torah uses the phrase, that a person, even the king, should not lord it over other people and consider that he's more important, the most important than anyone else. So the, the Rabbeinu Yonah says, we learn from here, that we should remove from our souls the characteristic of, of hubris. And even a bigger person should not exhibit pride over a, a, a smaller person. But he should be shvalruach. He should be modest. 
And he goes on also to emphasize that Gava is a terrible thing which creates all kinds of problems. This Iser, perhaps, that found in the Shari Tshuva seems, of course, very strange. The king is enjoined from being proud because of his particular status as a king. It's important for him to maintain the proper perspective. To include every Jew in this mitzvah seems to be quite a quantum leap. Nevertheless, Rabbeinu Yonah did count this as one of the mitzvahs and says that it's a mitzvah apparently both, which includes in it, as he says, Lasir minafsheinu midatagava, to remove the concept of pride, ach yesh varuach, but to be humble and modest. The Baron Salavechik pointed out that there really are two aspects of this concept, of this iser of pride and the idea of being modest. Because if we would learn as the Smag did, that the Isra is based on Varam Levavecha Vishachachta Hashem Lakacha, you should be careful not to become proud and forget God, then this Isra, the prohibition of pride, is basically a mitzvah ben Adam Lamakam. It's, it's basically an obligation that I have between me and my Maker. If you learn as the Rabbeinu Yonah did, that it's based on levilti rum levavome achav, if you're going to say that it's based on the concept of the king, that he should not, as it were, hold himself higher than the rest of the community, than the rest of the nation, then it would seem to be a mitzvah ben adam lechavero. It would seem to be an obligation from one person to another. Of course, if we would learn the third opinion, the one quoted by the Ereim, that it's a characteristic of Moshe which we should emulate, we could even suggest a third category. It is well known that the Vilna Gaon said that the mitzvahs can be divided into three categories. Bein Adam Lamakam, the mitzvahs that are incumbent upon man to God, mitzvahs bein Adam Lechavero, obligations a person has to his fellow man, and the Gra added, there's a concept of mitzvahs bein Adam Le'atzmo, things that a person is required for himself. That includes the characteristics required of a person, the midos, as it were, of that a person should attain and work on, strive to improve. The, the Gra used to quote the Gemara in Bavakamed Aflamed. The Gemara says a person who wants to be a chassid should, according to one opinion, should be careful about midi de brachos, things to do with brachos. Another opinion there in the Gemara is a person who wants to be really a chassid, pious, should be careful of dine nezikin, of the laws of damages. And the third opinion is midi de avos, he should be careful, aware of the laws of avos. The Gra said that these three concepts found in the Gemara, one, brachos, two, nezikin, three, avos, reflect the three, this three, these three different categories that we've suggested. If a person wants to be careful in category number one, namely, ben adam lamakam, so then he should be careful of the mitzvahs of brachos. 
the Masechus Brachos, which deals with Tefillah, Kriyashma, Brachos, Mitzvahs ben Adam Lamakam, the mitzvahs that we do, that we're required to do for God. And if a person really wants to be careful in the mitzvahs ben Adam Lamakam, he should really study Brachos, understand Brachos, understand Tefillahs, understand Kriyashma. The second idea in the Gemara is found for a person who wants to be a specialist, to be very careful, a chassid, in Mili, in Ben Adam Lachavero, that person should be included in the study of Nezikin. He should be aware of damages done to his fellow man. The entire concept of Seyed Nezikin. The third category that the Gaon suggested, that of Ben Adam Lachavero, that would be mostly emphasized in Avos. That is essentially what Pirkei Avos is. Pirkei Avos does not seem to be nominally halachic. What it is, is advice and concepts of improving one's moral stature, one's midos, one's ben adam le'atzmo. So these three categories might be reflected in the three different opinions of the Isur of Gava per se. According to the Smag, it seems to be a ben adam le'makam, v'ram le'vavecha, b'shachachta Hashem lakecha. Whereas according to the opinion of the Yureim, of the, of the, let's say, Rabbein Uyona, it's learned from Rabbein Adam Lechavera, Levilti Rum Levavo Me'echav, not to lord it over other people. Whereas according to the opinion that we found in the Yureim, it seems to me Rabbein Adam Le'atzmo. It's a characteristic of a person, rather than something I demonstrate toward other people, it's an inner trait that a person should develop by himself. And that might be accounted here as a separate mitzvah. We've presented, on one hand, the opinion of the Rambam, which might agree with everything we said, but nevertheless said it's no. there's no reason to count it as separate mitzvahs. Perhaps he would agree that it's also a ben adam lamakam, a ben adam lechaver, a ben adam latzmo, but as, as such, need not be counted because they're all included in the general laws that we stated above. The the Gemara does, of course, say very negative things about a person who is guilty of this concept of hubris. I'd like to point out just one agadic statement found in Natsugi and Sota and explain it according to uh, a rather brilliant homiletic interpretation. The Gemara says in Sota, Kol Adam A person who's guilty of this concept of pride is as if he worshipped Avodazara, as if he worshipped many gods, other gods, gods of others. The Rabbi Reb Heschel wrote a sefer called Chanukah Satora. The Rabbi Reb Heschel is from the city of Krakow. And last year when I visited Poland, I found a grave that said Rabbi Reb Heschel. No other comments were found there, but I assume this is the famous Rabbi Reb Heschel of Krakow who wrote the Chanukah Satora. He pointed out that when God created the world, when God created man, to be more specific, it says, Let us create man in our image. Rashi and the Midrashim point out that 
the plural form is used. Na'asadam. Let us make man. Let us create man. And Rashi tells us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kibayachal, as it were, HaKadosh Baruch Hu consulted the celestial beings to discuss with them whether it would be good to create man. Rashi points out that in a sense, the Pasuk may be misleading Chas v'shalom, because a person who would not read it properly might really think Chas v'shalom, that there's more than one God. God consulted others. There are more than one God. So Rashi says the ways of God are just and those that study it carefully merit the ways of Torah and will follow the ways of Torah. The sinners who do not follow the ways of Torah, they will be stumbled by this. Tzadikim yalchubam, ufoshim yikashlubam. Nevertheless, the, le- the message of modesty is so important that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I'd rather risk the fact that some people might be misled and nevertheless teach this important lesson of modesty that HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself consulted with others. The Rebbe Reb Heschel said, a person who is modest interpreted the Pasuk correctly. And he understood that HaKadosh Baruch Hu consulted inferior beings and as a sign of modesty. But really, there's only one God. A person who did not learn this lesson of humility, a person who himself is a Balgava, would not be able to interpret the Pasuk correctly. So how would he have interpreted the Pasuk? Let us make... He probably would have interpreted the Pasuk not as a lesson humility, but the only other interpretation is that there are many gods. So Rabbi Rabashal said, this is hinted at in the Gemara, kol ha-adam a person who exhibits the trait of, of, of hubris is as if he's serving Avodah As I said before, the Rambam quotes many Gemaras and points out the importance of the concept of humility, but does not cite a biblical verse, or does not count it as a mitzvah, either as a mitzvah taseh, or a mitzvah slotaseh. In Perik Beis of Hilchos Deos, there seems to be a contradiction in the Rambam regarding this matter. The Rambam says in Perik Beis, Halacha Gimel, there are certain characteristics that a person should not follow the middle road. Even though in Perak Aleph, the Rambam says that a person should always go in Midah HaBeinonis. That famous golden rule of the Rambam to be to walk in the middle, not to be extreme to either side, but to follow the middle of the road approach, the Midah HaBeinonis. The Rambam says that is correct. But in Perak Bey's Halacha Gimel, the Rambam said for certain characteristics, a person is not allowed to follow the middle road. And let's pay attention to the words. It is a person is forbidden to follow the middle road. He should remove himself completely from the world of pride. Gova Halev. And he says he should be 
Ma'od ma'od shvaruach. A person should become extremely humble. And he says, he quotes the Pasuk by Moshe, and the Gemara, ma'od ma'od shvaruach. And the Gemara says that if a person is pri- has pride, it's as if he forgets God. And he says it's, it's, you should remove yourself completely. Now, this seems to be a contradiction. In one place, the Ram said you should always follow the middle of the road. And here the Ramam says, in regards to this characteristic, a person should go to the extreme side of modesty. Many answers have been suggested. Revarin Salavechik in his Sefer, Parach Mate Aaron, gave a number of answers. But I would like to suggest an answer that I found in the Avodas HaMelech. The Avodas HaMelech is a Sefer on this this introductions, introductory sections of the Rambam, written by Reb Menachem Kurkovsky, who was a Dayan, a famous Tamid Chacham in Vilna, and he was actually the uncle of Rav Salvechik. The bibliographers like to cite that uh, the Avodas HaMelech, who was the Rav's uncle, actually quotes his nephew a number of times. Apparently there was correspondence between the Rav, Rav Salvechik, when he lived in Berlin, and his uncle, Menachem Krakowski, who lived in Vilna. His answer was that the question really should be, why is there need of a separate Easter? Since we pointed out that the Rambam thought there's no need for an Easter, why is it that the Gemara does quote Psukim it should be sufficient. The fact that there's a mitzvah klalis, a general statement of not forgetting God, and there's a general statement of Allah Tabidrachav. So why does the Torah have to emphasize the concept of pride as a negative concept, humility as a positive concept, and of course, according to the Rishonim, that counts it as a separate mitzvah, why do you need a separate mitzvah? Avodah Samelech suggested that this was the reason that the Ramam thought the basic mitzvah of Vahalachta Bidrachav, the basic concept of Vishamelacha Pentishkachas Hashemelokacha, the Isra of Vishamelacha, could be fulfilled by walking in Derach Habenonis. The mitzvah of the Torah is really to walk in Derach Habenonis. But that would be a general law. Came along the Chachamim, basing themselves on, on the Psukim quoted by the various Gemaris, saw that. Although the biblical law can be fulfilled by walking in the derech habenonis, nevertheless, the Chachamim imposed an Easter that in this particular case, a person should go to the very extent of modesty as far as possible. And Avodos HaMelech pointed out that if we'll notice the words of the Rambam, which I quoted before, the Rambam says, as referred to Gava, the Rambam says, Adam. It's forbidden. Apparently, the Rambam interpreted the Isur, perhaps as an Isur imposed by Chachamim, because we found specific laws in the Torah about the virtue of modesty, the Chachamim perhaps placed an Isur, but in the same halacha, the Rambam said, Hakoes they are ra'ad mod. Rambam says, that, for example, anger is a very, very bad very bad characteristic. But the Ram didn't say it's Asr. The Ramam here said that it's a bad characteristic. 
So it could be that the Isser of Gava is really considered an Isser, perhaps Midrabanan. Nevertheless, of course, the Gemara says in in Sota that there's one concept of mod, of pride that at least according to some opinions of the Gemara is positive. And that famous Gemara says that a Tamid Chacham should have a Shminish Shabashminis. A Tamid Chacham should have some concept of pride. And the Gemara uses the expression an eighth of an eighth, Shminish Shabashminis. Many various interpretations have exp- been used to explain this particular phrase, even though at the end of the Gemara one person disagrees and says even a Tamid Chacham should not have any concept of pride at all. Nevertheless, the opinion of the person who holds one eighth of an eighth requires a little bit of explanation. Rashi, on the spot, says this is referring to a person who is involved in public in the public and has to admonish the public. And when he speaks to the public, he cannot consider himself so modest as to refrain from explaining to people and using his influence how people should behave. If a person is overly modest and doesn't realize the qualship, the the quality of leadership which he, which he should emphasize, this itself would be a negative concept for Tamit Chacham. But only at the time when he is speaking to the people, admonishing them, teaching them, is he allowed to demonstrate any form of modesty at all. That is the way it seems that Rashi interprets Sheminis Shebeshminis. When he makes the drasha, the Chassam Sofer points out the Sheminish Shabbos might be referring to the actual hour of which he speaks. And he explained that this is on Shabbos, the, at a certain time on Shabbos, which he explains that it's referring to Sheminish Shabbos At that time, the Tamit Chachem is permitted a little bit, in fact, is required to have a little bit of Gava, according to one opinion of the Gemara. Of course, in general, it cannot be overemphasized how negative a characteristic Gava is and how important the concept of humility whether it's a mitzvah per se, uh, either a mitzvah saseh or a lotaseh, we've seen as a concept discussed by various Rishonim. But no one would argue about the importance of the quality of modesty in the framework of Jewish law and ethics.